Tweety eats seeds. Typically, when birds shit on stuff, it's a bad thing. The windshield of your car, your front stoop, you during your college graduation. Overheard at my graduation? Look, a bird just shit on that kid. True story. Sometimes, though, bird shit can be a good thing. For example, sometimes bird shit turns into a multi-million dollar park on the west side of Manhattan. In the early 20th century, Manhattan's 10th Avenue was known as Death Avenue. You see, in 1847, New York City officials passed legislation allowing train tracks to be built on the west side along 10th Avenue. Back then, the west side was super industrial, and it seemed like a good idea to build some tracks so freight trains could swing through delivering all the top hats and oatmeal to the people of the land. Because that's all the people of the land wore and ate back then, top hats and oatmeal. Anyway, the train tracks seemed like a good idea until people started getting run over by trains. Here in the 21st century, cars, bikes, and pedestrians are plenty. Throw trains into the mix, take out all the traffic signals, and make everyone speak in oldie-timey accents, and I can see how things could get a little dicey. After a few decades of people getting hit by trains, some guy thought, Hey, remember when people weren't getting hit by trains? We should try that again. That guy was clearly not re-elected to whatever office he held at the time. Because you don't get re-elected on a platform of fewer people dying. Even I know that. But at some point, some guy with a good idea got some traction in some office somewhere along the line. It happens. Or at least it did back then. The idea was simple. Let's elevate those trains above 10th Avenue. This way, the trains could derail and fall on top of people, which would be a far more effective way of killing them. So, in the early 1930s, the High Line was born. About two miles in length, the High Line was an elevated freight train track that ran south from the Penn Station rail yards parallel to 10th Avenue down to Spring Street. Along the way, there were stops inside buildings. This was awesome. This way, freight that was coming or going could be loaded directly from the warehouse to the train and vice versa. Meat from the meatpacking district was packed. Biscuits from the National Biscuit Company, a.k.a. Nabisco, were nationalized. And Death Avenue was dead. Anyway, this went on for about 30 years. Meat and cookies were shipped, top hats and oatmeal less so. By the 1960s, things started to change, though. Things started to slow down. Industry was leaving the west side. Freight was moving from rails to roads. The High Line hobbled along for another 20 years until 1980, when it was shut down for good. Then, nothing happened for 20 years. Actually, that's not true. Bird shit happened. So for two decades, the High Line lay unused. The tracks were fenced off, the entrances to the various warehouses were bricked up, and perhaps, most importantly, birds were pooping all over the place. Tweety eats seeds, you see. Some seeds aren't very digestible, though, so they just go right through Tweety. And if Tweety happens to be cruising over the High Line at that time, that's where they wind up. And then sprout up, over and over again, for 20 years. By 2000, the High Line was looking pretty awesome. Grass and trees were growing, a whole ecosystem had sprouted up between the unused tracks. For years, there had been discussion to dismantle the High Line. It was seen as a useless eyesore to the affluent residents of the area who moved in after the industry moved out. 
But now, with its newfound beauty, the discussion had moved to preservation. Plans for a park were drawn up and ratified. The High Line would be reborn as the High Line Park, a park for the denizens of Chelsea and the West Village to escape their awesome apartments, excellent restaurants, and world-class art galleries, and to increase their land values, and to make everyone else hate them just a little more. Flash forward another decade and tens of millions of dollars later, and here we are. Section 1 of the High Line opened in 2009. Taking cues from the existing industrial infrastructure and the now-native flora, the Highline Park was a hit right out the gate. Section 2 of the Highline Park opened last week. It's nice, I checked it out yesterday. There's a little more vegetation, more places to sit down, but it's mostly more of the same. Playing catch is still strictly fair boating. Kind of like when Leslie was sentenced to death for stepping on some flowers in that TNG episode from Season 1. And it's still lacking color. By color, I mean the plant life, not the people. Okay, the people too. What will the next evolution of the High Line be? Will freight rail shipping make a comeback? Top hats? Those bikes with the comically large front wheels? Did oatmeal even ever go out of style? Will the National Biscuit Company come back to town? And what will become of Section 3? Section 3? The southern portion of the High Line was demolished years ago. What's left is about 1.3 miles, a little over a mile of which makes up the park. The final chunk, Section 3, is in limbo at the moment. It's still owned by the rail company for the time being, until some more politicking takes place. And by some more politicking, I mean until some more people die. And by some more people die, I mean some more trees are planted. And by some more trees are planted, I mean some birds shit on some more stuff.